I did get a, a fifth COVID shot on Monday. I'm still, I got to figure out when I can, because I'm about to do some traveling and I would like to have that yeah. booster. And I, I, even if I can't get the COVID booster, I'd like to have my flu shot. So You haven't gotten your flu shot yet? I've been busy mm. and, and yeah, moving. I just, I... How long can I use moving as an excuse for <laughs> not being a good adult? Uh, I think like one year. <laughs> I think, I think Still you, you got a calendar year. <laughs> I don't usually get the flu shot, but since I work with the fucking goblins and the goblin mm-hmm. ghouls, that I probably <laughs> ought to start. Wait, is goblin ghoul what Tony Soprano was always trying to say about when he was talking about it's on his <laughs> yeah, sandwich? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Some goblin sh- ghoul. shaved goblin ghoul meat. <laughs> Hello, hello, hello. Welcome, 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 welcome back. It's Saturday morning, Tuesdays, the adult podcast about children's cartoons. I'm Andy. Well, I guess there's no Austin for me to to me to play <sighs> off of. I'm Rory. God, it's so the 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 silence there's just such a big echo. God, I wonder oh wait, wait, I hear I hear like a bat. I hear the echolocation coming back. There is still a shape over there where Austin usually sits. Who is who is that over there? Is that Patrick? It's, it's me, Patrick the Scab. <laughs> yeah. Taking over Austin's job. Yeah, in many ways this is an audition uh to see whether or not the uh the ungrateful worker austin uh <laughs> actually has a home to return to when he comes back from whatever the hell he's doing instead of this podcast this week uh which i think it'd be fun if we invented um yeah well patrick works for potato chips so it's good for the it's good for the podcast <laughs> yeah I, I work for potato chips well cool ranch doritos specifically oh and right, well that's uh, not a potato chip i believe that's a corn chip <laughs> Not, not anymore. So They've changed have, it. Patrick's a real you, innovator. Are you, Rory, like, are you saying you didn't read my writer? <laughs> come on. I feel like, I, get uh, riders? I feel like you have completely destroyed the, the improv game. <laughs> <laughs> this is the one thing that was established. One. The one thing that was established so far was that Patrick works for potato chips and you went, no, corn chips. <laughs> Corn chips, <laughs> potato chips. I'm not picky. I just want Cool Ranch. I just thought that, that I could make one demand. But you know what? You're right. And I, I was about to say, I'm very happy to be in support of SMT Corporate. You know? Yeah, damn right. And, damn and, right. And it was, it, I didn't mean to push back so hard. So please, uh, mea culpa, I, yep. I will please just shove those barbecue chips down my gullet and I'll take it. The the strange series of, of lights and buzzes that I get on my console that is the communication from SMT corporate does seem to be pleased with your response. So uh you're you're in good you're in good now. Uh okay. we're, we're 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 back in business with you, Patrick. I, I think one thing that is interesting about this week, aside from the fact that we have you back, which is great. I wanna I wanna I wanna step outside and say it is great to have you back. I love you, Patrick. Oh, Welcome. I love you. Welcome too. back. Great to be uh, back. 
it is weird because this is the first episode in, I think, you know, the five plus years of our show that Austin has not been a part of. Uh, I think well, Rory and I yeah. have both missed episodes and Austin has yeah. never. I don't know that. What do you... OK, so it all comes down to logistics. Uh-huh. Um, it is not as if we haven't canceled shows because Austin totally. has done something persnickety that needed to be adjusted again, uh, adjusted for. Uh, it's yeah, just a matter of like, yeah, but he, he is a bit of a, he is a bit of a bubble boy and, and rarely gets sick at the last minute. Yeah. Yeah. Which makes me feel bad because sometimes I'm like, well, shit, I gotta, oh no. And then, and then Austin's sitting over there like some sort of angel, like, no, it's fine. We just <laughs> won't record this week, I guess. <laughs> but now it's his fault because he's, what is he doing? Did we did we know. send him? Did we send her to the gulag? Did we do Ooh, something thematic a... this week? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Austin's in the gulag. Why not? Fuck yeah! All right, he's doing. He's taking a vacation in the gulags. Um, mandatory vacation. <laughs> when he's doing vacation in the gulags, it sounds like like the Ozarks. But <laughs> yeah, I <laughs> uh, summer in the gulags. <laughs> yeah, exactly. oh fuck anyway no austin so uh one would hope the number of puns this week is going to go down um but we'll be a little less ostentatious okay maybe i spoke too soon (laughs) the the number may stay the same and the quality might go down um If you didn't think the quality was going to go down when you invited me on, I, I don't know what else to tell you, man. I've been very upfront about being a scam. <laughs> I'm here to collect an ill-gotten paycheck and go home. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay. This week, this week, we have watched a show. We took the opportunity with Austin Gone to watch a show we've talked about watching for a very long time. Uh, it had... Historically, until I, I actually don't know what the date was, it was sort of lost media for a little yeah, bit. Yeah, we couldn't we couldn't get our hands on it for quite a bit for quite some time, and at some point it it reappeared on the on the internet. Mm-hmm. That's Steven Spielberg's Hysteria. Yeah. yeah, yes, Hysteria. And please don't feel bad if you have no idea what that is. I think we may be some of the only people to have ever watched it on on television. Yeah. If I remember correctly, uh. This show aired weekdays. Just, it I don't remember it having a yeah, like I don't remember watching it on Saturday morning. School. It was like I remember it before school. I feel like I watched it before school. Oh, okay, like so I'm looking something. I'm looking at original air dates, and I can't see the times. So but you do seem to be right. Like the episodes are are coming out on sequential days, like 14, 15, yeah. 16, 17, 18, 21, 22. Yeah, this was a weekday blast. Um, I watched it. They might Every have done day both. After to be honest, school. they might have done before yeah. school and after school. Yeah, um, yeah. It's interesting yeah. because I feel like by this time, because this is 1998 into 2000. Um, by this time, I I know we've always had Saturday morning cartoons, but it almost felt like WB, especially right, because this is a WB show. It almost feels right. like WB would put their new and interesting stuff on the weekends for Saturday mornings, and then air reruns throughout the week. Um, even at this point, we may have still been dealing with the ends of, you know, the Reagan era laws, 
because mm-hmm. um, this is edutainment, right? Yeah, so, and that's what I was about they to were, say. They would have been allowed to air it at different times. It was it was specifically created to meet like the educational informational requirements. Mm, yeah. Mm, um, that's another thing we're missing without Austin here is is research. I didn't do any. Uh, <laughs> no, I looked into it. I could pull it up again. Awesome. Yeah. So Patrick's yeah. got some information. I, I was just watching this and because, re- you know, I remember this. I remember this is the the. The the child of Spielberg that nobody talks about. Um, it in didn't these shows. last very long. No. And and I thought for a long time until I remembered hysteria was a thing and. I thought Freakazoid had that distinction of being the, sh- the 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 WB Spielberg show that everybody forgot about. Right. But Hysteria is way worse off than Freakazoid. Yeah. <laughs> 65 episodes were are yep. going to be made originally, but it was $10 million over budget. Um, <laughs> so only 52 episodes were made. Uh, and it was canceled in March of 2000. Well, I gotta um, wonder what which, that means, right? Because over budget is relative if you budget it low, right? <laughs> that is true. <laughs> like if they were like, "Let's do Animaniacs, but not pay as much," and then they just made an Animaniacs, I could understand being over budget. But if they budgeted it like Animaniacs and then went ten million over, that makes me wonder what the fuck they spent it on. Yeah. Having just watched two episodes, it, it doesn't look like they were budgeted that high. No, I think they probably <laughs> budgeted it low. I think this one had uh, uh, some difficulties from the get-go. Because like you said, uh, it's edutainment. Yeah. Right. So. And yeah, uh, here it says it was explicitly educational programming created to meet FCC requirements. Yeah. Uh, for Content for children. Man, it's so weird. I, I, can, I have a hard time coming up with any shows that are anything like this. Does this have analogs? Yeah. I mean, probably Mr. Rogers fell in there. <laughs> So Mr. Rogers is is sort of the sort of, you know, baby shows that are wholesome and in quality, like your Sesame Streets, right. maybe. Um, in terms of edutainment for children, could go Wishbone. Yeah. Wishbone's not a bad call. Wishbone, Ghostwriter had a little bit of that going on. Mm. Um, I'm thinking about something like, uh, oh, God, what was I just thinking of? Uh, Carmen San Diego, tiny bit, but that was. I guess a little bit, kind of yeah. It's just, it's but the hard. problem oh. with edutainment is that it's frequently done so nihilistically, or like mm. it is, it is, it is an attempt to meet FCC requirements, as is just yeah. been said, right? It is like it yes. is not being done earnestly with the sincere. There's no sincerity normally. It's like, how do we get right. children? To think they're learning while we sell them toys. Uh, right. Yeah. <laughs> the one I was so trying to there's... think of was, was not, it's not edutainment. It's Bible-tainment. It's VeggieTales. But I think sure. they have a very sure. similar thing going on, right? That's true. Because there's there's like a, you know, there's a song and dance to it. There's sort of an established cast, almost like a repertory cast that acts out these stories. Um, and, there's a, and there's an enthusiasm behind it. For the Bible, that's... Bible people, they have no trouble coming up with enthusiasm there. What I was fascinated by watching this show, which if we haven't said it already, hysteria is spelled like the word history because this is a history cartoon. There is gen, there seems to be genuine enthusiasm from whoever yeah. the hell is putting this show together to actually talk about like history things. Well, and, I mean, it, it, and be really fucking funny. Yeah, like, that's 
That's the thing we haven't said yet. Is this? I mean, I I, show's like really good. It's really funny. If you look at like, if you look at, I mean, even new Animaniacs um, on Hulu, but like Mm -hmm. the old Animaniacs, like they were already doing like, yes, you know, mythology. They were doing the the geography and and uh, and, you know whatever, and doing some sort of like you know pirate heist, you know, or whatever. Like they 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 went. They jumped through time. They jumped to different places a lot. It just wasn't necessarily a lesson. His, a lesson. It wasn't historically based necessarily. They took maybe more but liberties. You got, although you got this show bits. takes plenty you of got, liberties. You got things. Yeah, but you have oh, those yeah, nuggets so, there. So, so <laughs> then if they were just like, okay, well, we can do that with our own show. You know, we can just we, like and then just make it specifically. Okay, we're going to different spots in in history. Mm-hmm. And, and grounded, I guess, maybe a little bit more, but not by much. It's pretty, it's still pretty kooky. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, most of the skits that we're going to, that we're going to talk about are, are fairly grounded in the sense that like, they haven't completely fictionalized history. Yeah. Where, uh, they, sometimes what they'll do, like, obviously they'll take characters and recontextualize them. Right. And, yes. But there's no misinterpreting that for a thing that actually happened. Mm-hmm. Um, then there is a skit we watched, which had me fucking dying, and it was completely fabricated. Was right. this weird civil war? Yes, uh, camp. Uh, <laughs> yeah, they, they, were, they were haunted by some strange violin boy, and then they tied yeah. him to a beaver and ate his violin as. <laughs> <laughs> we, yeah, well, it's, yeah it's, I mean, we could talk lunacy. about it fully right well, now, yeah, we'll, we'll, but we'll, we'll get, get there, there but, later. But, it, yeah, but to gets... Rory's point, it is it is funny because they're not was... just leaning on the history. They're coming up with fun bits, whole cloth. Yeah, well, that right. was the thing that was even funnier to me was like, by the time that we got to this skit, I was not expecting them to go off script like this. <laughs> just fully I devolve was... into chaos. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I was expecting this to be about a real camp. <laughs> hmm <laughs> Which real, I think it some, was at first. I think that it, that's it, a it real probably camp is. Was, yeah. it, it probably was. Um, <laughs> but, but yeah, yeah it, it goes it off goes, into something it goes else. Off, <laughs> it goes off pretty quick. Yeah, uh, we. I guess what's 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 funny about this show to me is that, and maybe this is maybe this is extremely sad, but for all the work they have clearly done, and for as actually funny of a show as this is and well-made and for as much pretty fun, I don't know, dubiously valuable, but probably valuable history information as the show contains. This is probably like one of the best attempts at something like this that has ever been made. And I did watch it and I still was like, "Eh, learning. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Like as a kid, I still just bounced off of it. I didn't want to, I don't know. It was not worth my time as much, even though I I remember laughing at it. I was like, ah, I don't know. Maybe that's just me because I've always sort of hated history. I've I've been bad at history. It was the one, it was the one like thing in school that I ever got worse grades in. It was like, I don't know. I was I was always sort of bouncing off of it, but still, it was. I don't know the the taint of being edutainment. Still, <laughs> it, it it just it it ruined That's it fair. for me. No, I, I tried to show. Th- I mean, I tried to show this to a couple different friends, like throughout its run, 
because I would mm-hmm. watch it all the time. And my older brother watched it, too. He loved it. So, like, we were all about the WB cartoons. But, like, there was a couple of times I showed it to friends and they were like, eh. And I, right. like, I was like, oh, I guess. So, well, OK. <laughs> you know, and it there, was uh, generally because, yeah, it was it seemed like learning. Th- yeah. To me, that was not the thing that that turned me off of it sometimes. Um the big stinky egg baby sometimes got a little gratuitous. <laughs> oh, yeah. Big fat baby. Yeah, yeah. just yeah. a baby called Big Fat Baby. Mm-hmm. And, and there's rules. There's two. Constantly. There's a girl one too. Yes. Oh, there's another baby. It's, there's there's well there's, there's any amount of babies that they bo- want at any given yeah. point. <laughs> yeah, but yes, there's always it's generally just two always main babies. farting and pooping his diaper, and that can get pretty pretty gnarly. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Let's 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 at least say this part out loud that there are what's what's tough about this is that even in in Animaniacs, our main cast was like supposedly, you know, they're the Warners like, yeah, well, they were new characters, but like they were linked to something that we knew about in Hysteria. There is just this eclectic cast from nowhere, like just weird decisions of who the main hosts of this show are going to be because we've got father time and big fat baby. And then the world's oldest woman, there's this deep voiced kid named Frogo. I like Frogo. I like toast. Toast. Uh, Yes. uh, is like a surfer. A ditzy, a ditzy tour guide named miss information. Yep. Uh, There's a a really loud kid named loud Kiddington. Yeah. And (laughs) who can also be pretty (laughs) grating. I think even when I was a little kid, I was like, oof, this is not yeah. that funny. <laughs> yeah. But like the the way they do the show is that they've got all these characters and sometimes they're themselves as narrators or playing sort of benign non-named yeah. characters in the context. But sometimes explicitly those characters are playing like the historical figures a little bit, but mm-hmm. most of the time the historical figures are their own thing. Yeah. But this is where, this is where it really gets weird for me. And I, and maybe this is another sort of layer of abstraction that wasn't great for kids. They do historical figures as if the historical figure was played by a specific actor, yes, but they don't, they but do they're that. not that actor. They're like Maurice LaMarche <laughs> doing an impression of that actor playing that <laughs> historical figure. That's yeah. the, that is the weird layer that I think is extra confusing because you don't just have Sigmund Freud. You have Rob Paulson doing Woody Allen's version of Sigmund Freud. Like <laughs> that's extremely strange. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it works if you're an adult and you're like, Haha, I know what impression they're doing. And it works because you get all these actors coming in and it's just like doing imp- like, how am I going to play Shakespeare? And it's like do an impression of somebody doing like like it's it's almost like a shortcut, but it makes it really weird. It's weird to watch. And sometimes uh, it's it great. Was, for it was comedy. it was Maurice LaMarche doing Cary Grant as William Shakespeare <laughs> is what it was for this show. I'm looking. There's a Cary, whole list of them. Cary Grant as William Shakespeare. <laughs> yeah. Frank Sinatra as Julius Caesar. I do remember that one specifically. <sighs> so good. bizarre. Yeah. So fucking bizarre. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's it's interesting. I, I think it adds up to something that's really special. Like, I do. Like, especially as an adult now going back and watching this. I think this show is very special. There's something really charming and and I don't know. I don't want to say like, you know precious but nothing does this 
Like right. there's no. there's no other avenue for a little kid to learn about, say, the Bolshevik Revolution, uh, which is an episode that we watched today. Like there's no there's right. no way. Like even if it's like this really silly version of the story, like those that story just isn't a part of kids' lives until they get to high school, probably, unless they've heard about it from someone else. Like getting some of these historical stories in front of people at a young age is an interesting idea and could be cool, especially well, so for that's, yeah, Americans. That's something that um you know, th- th- that's a this is a whole different topic to get into, but like, mm-hmm. you know, we've done a lot of talking recently about, you know, the bubbles, not us, but like the world, mm-hmm. Is, mm-hmm. the bubblification of of of, you know, whatever your whatever your in-groups are, right? Yeah. Um Kids are in bubbles too. Oh like yeah, they're they're so much less exposed to just background information, general knowledge than they used to be. Yeah, yeah. That's uh, just kids are also. I feel like kids are in worse like bubbles this, because yeah, it's they don't they just no not, not know they're in a bubble. They, just, they have yeah. no avenue to get out of a bubble. <laughs> they do not know the bubble is real. Right. <laughs> Nobody told them about the bubble because they they're not allowed to like just walk outside anymore. No, <laughs> and down the street for like two miles. They can't walk outside down the street and and meet old man whatever ranting about the Bolsheviks and learn something. <laughs> That's a little scary that maybe you have a a neighbor who does that, but I don't know. It could be it could be useful. Um, um, do we want to run through some of these skits real quick? Yeah, well, why don't we why don't we play the theme song and 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 talk yeah. about which one uh, there? There's two different ones. Oh, okay, uh, you're yeah. right. God, we'll talk about that. Um, let's do the Civil War episode first. We'll play that one. It's called Hysteria. The world herbaria. We dare ya to watch Hysteria. Prepare ya for hilaria. They love it in Bulgaria. Hysteria. We declare ya. Be aware ya. So we watched uh, the first one we watched was Hysteria episode number eight, the U.S. Civil War Part Two. Uh, the gang dives back into the Civil War and sings about it. Lydia Karaoke learns why damn the torpedoes should not be censored and a visit to Abe Lincoln's tall and geeky shop. Oh, the tall and geeky shop. <laughs> so funny. <laughs> it, sh- it shouldn't have been. It's a stupid premise of just about it Abe is. Lincoln always ripping his trousers. Yeah. But all of the jokes, like, are you some sort of gaunt? Are you some sort of gaunt, gaunt giant? giant? <laughs> are you a lanky freak? <laughs> Look, folks. Speaking as a six foot four inch, one hundred eighty pound gaunt giant with long arms, clumsy hands, and large feet, I know how hard it is to buy off the rack clothing. Are you a nerd yeah. who can't fit into normal clothes? <laughs> was so that funny. Was, yeah. Yeah, just the just the the diction in that skit really made it for me. Uh, yeah. Anyway, 
Uh, yeah, we, this starts with Civil War skits. Um, the one I wanted to mention uh, was the very first one, the Family Feud style oh, face-off yes. game the show. The Uncivil War. The Uncivil War. Um, it <laughs> is so fucking funny uh, that to this day, how the exact same it is. Uh, yeah. Yeah. The the uh, the slave states went to the first the first question is why do why do we go to war and, and yeah they, mm-hmm. they ring the bell <laughs> and their answer is name the reasons for the civil war they called us names and uh <laughs> show me name calling and it, <laughs> and it's on the board it's the and bottom then, on then, the board yeah. Yeah, yeah the last one and then you know lincoln responds uh they own so the slaves s- the, the the slaves and show me slave owning yeah <laughs> number one and boy, are they not still so fucking obsessed with name calling? No, um, <laughs> <laughs> it's honestly like I I ended up completely on the side of this sketch for a second. I was like, because we we then go through the rest of the list, and like the mm-hmm. union gets a chance to like name all their names until uh, a reason. I'll tell you in a second. They 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 lose, and they they have to you know the the Confederacy has a chance to steal the victory. And then the Confederacy starts listing all of their grievances that aren't the slavery reasons. And for a second, I was like, I don't know. I don't know if I like how this skit is letting the slave states give all of their other stupid reasons for why they fought instead of the one (laughs) reason they fought. A little bit off the hook. But at the same time, I feel like that was almost the point because it was nice to get like, because we start with... They called us names that no slavery. And then by the time we get back to the Confederacy, they're naming all of these other weird reasons that are clearly not the main reason. So I don't know. I feel like it still has like the same effect, but maybe a little bit too much of a mouthpiece for me in, in 2023 for the like, eh, maybe oh, you, uh, there, um, you made us you uh, increase taxes for canals. It's like, that's not why you <laughs> went to war. You little fucking piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that is, it, you know, like all the people who fought in the war didn't have slaves. No, no. Right. Uh, and it's I'm not, I'm not justifying it just to be clear, but like, no, you know, a lot of these people had grievances that are not reasonable, but they mm-hmm. just were not slavery. I think. Yeah. yeah I think and the, the powers the, that be wanted to protect the, the slave. Right. That's that. I think that's the distinction, right? Is it's like, there's the reason they went to war. And then there's the other reasons that they used to sell the with. war. <laughs> To, yeah. to normal yeah. people. Sure. Right? And so, like, yeah. But the fucking sketch is so goddamn funny. Well, I, it starts off with the best transition in the episode, which oh. is, it's the intro and Father Time's talking about... In 1861, the United States of America was torn apart by a great civil war. And today, the North and South will go head-to-head on America's favorite game show, The Uncivil War. <laughs> like, just turned into this happy-go-lucky, you know, it was... Yeah. Th- yeah, I blurt laughed on that one. Yeah, because <laughs> if we... Like, the structure of the show is really interesting to me, because if, in, in an Animaniacs, it's a lot more delineated. Like, there's a new... It's like, they're like mini cartoons, and they'll each have, like, a mm-hmm. title card, right? This show starts every every episode starts with sort of like the main cast doing almost like a little bit of a montagey thing and going like and yep and that's today we're talking about this on hysteria and they're like all right and then we sort of like get into the show and the show 
almost dreamlike, almost like Monty Python flying circus style, like bleed sketches one into the mm-hmm. other. Like you're never sure that one is like you're like you're not sure that one part is over until the next part like has started. And you're like, oh, OK, we're doing something different now. Yeah, um, because like this episode, we already we, we forgot, like after the intro, they did like a whole Brady Bunch parody song about a story oh, yeah. of a man named Lincoln. Oh, yeah, <laughs> that's true. And. And that's the reason that we had the Civil War. And they're like, no, that's not the main reason. And then it's the game show. And, and like, it's, it's interesting. Like, it's, it's harder to make that. It's harder to make that show, I think, uh, than, than to just be like, here's the segment. And now, you know, cause you can, you can parse out, you can get different people to write segments, but like to really dovetail a whole episode together like that, I feel like is, is harder and more interesting to me. Yeah. Uh, and that's another reason I like this show a lot. It was like, where are we going next? Take me <laughs> along on your fun little journey. Um, can we talk about <laughs> my favorite character on, in this in this particular sketch? Is fucking uh, uh, <laughs> William Tecumseh Sherman? Sure, <laughs> because yeah, we can talk about him. Because <laughs> the, the Union team is is Lincoln, Grant, and Sherman. And Lincoln is trying, and Grant is kind of trying, but he's drunk. Yeah, Grant is is <laughs> as drunk as you can be portrayed for a children's <laughs> show. Uh, but and he's got comes... a slight slur in his words, and mm-hmm. he, ta- he he drops mint juleps at one point. He's mad that the South wouldn't share their mint julep recipe. General Grant, another issue? Oh, the South wouldn't give us their secret recipe for mint juleps. Mint julep recipe! No, that's two strikes. Oh my god, that was a great <laughs> bit. It was a great joke. And but he asks for the host's number, you know. Yes. <laughs> like, yes. Definitely oh, drunk. Man. But every blase. time they come to Sherman and they ask him for a guess. I'm sorry. I seem to have burned and destroyed my microphone. So yeah. <laughs> it's just like a fire. He just, he just keeps burning more things. General Sherman, it's up to you. I'm sorry. I seem to have burned and destroyed my podium. Burned his podium. Now that's three strikes. <laughs> <laughs> and then the um the southern side is all is pretty much uh, just characterizes various rednecks. <laughs> yeah, and it, oh god, it is like what's his name? the The southern president is kind of oh. like a southern gentleman. He's not. Yeah, but yeah, uh, but Jefferson he, Davis. Jefferson yeah, Davis has got that vibe. But I, and then uh, what? But Robert fuck? E. Lee is like a hooting and a hollering fucking like. <laughs> yes. It's like this and is not Stonewall Jackson. Stonewall yeah. Jackson is just doing Billy Bob Thornton from Sling Blade. Yeah. <laughs> it's I don't know. I, I is this like on on a skin deep level is this funny enough for kids without context? Is it funny enough because that these weird dudes I've never heard of have funny voices and yell? I th- like I think so. I if what I remember loving this show, like mm-hmm. you know, and there's so many things that like I would not have would have gone over my head, you know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so you you probably at but, this point in your life know none of these characters except yeah Abraham Lincoln. Like yep. for example, one of my favorite characters. He doesn't show up in much in the two episodes that we saw, but one of my favorite characters was Lucky Bob. 
who oh is who just does Ed kid. McMahon. Yeah, he just does barks. Ed McMahon uh, <laughs> quotes. That's all he talks, and he only agrees with anybody else. He's very simple. Like he's Hi-oh. not a character that could be created today and be a main supporting character. Yeah. Like he. It's very borderline inappropriate, but he, he's very he, sweet and he's very agreeable. He's got and a he's huge quoting underbite. Ed McMahon, and I never knew he was quoting Ed McMahon until no, like a friend told me. He's like, right, and I was like, and at that point, Ed McMahon wasn't even on the Carson show. Ed McMahon was the guy who handed out big checks to people. Right, the, <laughs> there's absolutely no. No relevance to children at all. And that was a problem yeah. that not a problem, but that's a thing that like all of these Steven Spielberg cartoons had was like referencing long out of the zeitgeist celebrity things. But they would still get laughs out of it from the kids because it's zany. It, it is. A, it was a zany enough to, you know, when attention. you do hello, nice lady, like people don't know where that's <laughs> from, but they think it's funny because it's a silly man doing a silly voice yeah. like <laughs> I mean, which is why it was funny in the first when Jerry Lewis first did it, right? Shit, you're right. <laughs> so, Shit. so then you know, I the accidentally watched. <laughs> yeah, I accidentally watched <laughs> the 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 original Nutty Professor, and I'm like, hey, <laughs> they're quoting Animaniacs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, God, I don't know. It's just it's it's fascinating. The like, I don't know the work you have to put in to make something both stupid enough for the smalls to to really laugh at it but also like have a little more have a little more uh pulp on it for for the slightly older kids i feel like the balance on this one is probably off and that's probably why i didn't do do as well yeah that's fair i go back to that fcc thing now remember this show didn't have to compete against ninja turtles right it's yeah it's competing to just be better than whatever infotainment bullshit was on the other <laughs> channels. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so bear that in mind. Like I did, I do think it's good, but it, it doesn't have to keep a kid's attention better than Pokemon. No, you're right. You're right. And that's probably why they didn't put it on Saturday morning because they're like, yeah. well, this isn't Pokemon and right, we yeah. shouldn't, we shouldn't treat it like it's Pokemon. <laughs> Robert well, E. Then... Lee does not get to follow Ash Ketchum. <laughs> <laughs> I oh, if I would have loved to see Hysteria do some sort of Pokemon spoof, <laughs> that would have been pretty great. Oh my god! With like uh, with like Lewis and Clark and Sacagawea. Yes, shit. We we should we should talk about the real reason that this episode got picked the 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 sketch that rory was talking about earlier we're probably going to drop a lot of it as quotes as uh, as clips because you just got to hear it but it's so funny and this is this is our uh, good too it's mm -hmm. yeah so it was it starts off with uh, uh father time talking about how the soldiers all had it pretty bad you know yeah out in the fields you know just like suffering in the cold and stuff um, but then he's like, there's this one place that had it worse than the others. And well, let's talk about it. <laughs> and then, it it's it's also funny because it's it's uh, it's led into like some sort of almost like Ken Burns documentary. And, yeah. it's, and it's got like this like 
sort of old looking <laughs> lettering that says the civil war part 729 <laughs> which is another ken birds dig that nobody would get yeah <laughs> the scene was one of unrelenting dullness relieved only by periods of intense tedium and the occasional letter <laughs> this is the words that they used <laughs> Oh my god. This is such a funny thing. This is I feel like this is one of the like this is a comedy form that I I and people in my life have returned to regularly. There's something hilarious about civil war letters. Like uh, my yeah. dear dear Phineas. <laughs> like it's Mary darling. I'm the, you're the prettiest girl at all of Braintree Mass. <laughs> like <laughs> but the way they do these letters back and forth is so funny because yeah. they they start so nice, but then it's like like this. He's writing. Phineas writes this letter to Mary, and he's like, "Mud for dinner again tonight." How does Mister Lincoln expect me to engage the enemy while my own bowels war against me? Union Private Phineas Halberstam. <laughs> and there's this weird mention of some strange brain damaged child who lives in the same town, and. The oh, guy is pure, progressively more and more jealous of the weird, <laughs> this weird kid. It's super yeah. unhinged. Yeah. So yeah. the guy's writing about how hard it is, and his wife is writing back at how wonderful and easy breezy her life is. So he's getting yeah, one more of, jealous. One of her letters is literally just like, "Dear Phineas, today I went to a lovely tea. Love ya, Mary." <laughs> <laughs> but then it starts to devolve into just chaotic fiction because all of a sudden all of the civil war <laughs> but so so it starts with the, the there's Soldiers. a le- it starts with a letter where he's like yeah. oh this infernal violin music is driving me mad where is it coming from union private phineas halverston and we cut to other letters that because the whole yeah. time they're playing that same the same violin music you hear over all this which i'm yeah. curious if now all of this bit is from the ken burns civil war documentary <laughs> it could be right yeah <laughs> But anyways, uh, yeah. So then, now we find out that this that this this violin playing is is diegetic to the to the camp. Yeah. And then, then he writes, like, we've, we've gone on a hunt to catch it. the to catch the violin boy. <laughs> this dang violin music. Where is it coming from? How am I supposed to keep my men keen with this unseen devil's mischief playing all through the night? General Mortimer, pull! My dear Mary. I'd rather hang from the gallows than go another night listening to this fiddle player's dreary lament. We will find this wretched boar and beat him within an inch of his miserable life. Union Private Phineas Halberstam. And then this 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 character that the violin boy is. We only see him in the Civil War style like paintings, but he's <laughs> uh, he's a regular. He's um, what's he called? He's called uh, Mr. Smarty Pants. Oh, and he's, okay. he's a regular on the show. He comes in and, and usually just spouts trivia and stuff. Um, Got it. But yeah, so he's just a he's just a man who only wears pants. All you see is his <laughs> nose and the top of his head and his hands <laughs> holding up his pants. Um, <laughs> but he, try, he tries to shove his violin in his pants <laughs> and they catch him and beat him. <laughs> But they say they beat, they beat him and they eat his violin. <laughs> no, no, this is the funniest part. Later that night, the soldiers ate his violin with a sauce made of snow and wind. Yeah, <laughs> yeah because they're having yeah. some sort of strange Donner Party, uh, <laughs> terrible winter. Yeah, uh, that we haven't mentioned. <laughs> and yeah, 
So they've got no food, so they eat the violin, and they send the boy <laughs> down, down the river tied to the back of a beaver. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> And then his next letter he's, is he's like, dear, you know, <laughs> dear Susan, I'm I'm tired from all this beaten. <laughs> but, but, but I can I can write you this letter. I and then I and then the music makes, comes back in. What makes this format so fucking funny to me and what I think really ties it all together is the way that they all sign off their letters. Because at the end of every one of Phineas's letters, regardless of how upset he is in the letter, it's like, he's like, this infernal violin music is driving me mad. Where is it coming from? Union private, Phineas Alberston. Yeah. Like, <laughs> and it's always the same shot of him, like, happily coming out of the of the, the, the outhouse, train. having shit well. Like, he's like, ah, I took a shit. <laughs> it's like, Union private, Phineas Alberston. <laughs> like, it's, I don't know. It's such a good pastiche of this format that it's, it's. And then, and then with the the ridiculous fiddle music stuff, like it's it's what a bit, what a good bit. I, I would put this up against an SNL sketch any day. It's oh, funny 100%. as fuck, oh, yeah. fucking hilarious. Um, yeah, yeah. I don't even know. I don't know what else to say. It's inc- it's incredible. He eats his own head at the end. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's that, that's <laughs> a weird ending. Because so that you but, didn't have to listen to the music anymore. Yeah. Yeah. But just like SNL, you know, sometimes it's just hard to end a sketch. Yeah, sometimes yeah, that's just true. Don't know how? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, should we talk about the Russian Revolution? Sure. Yeah, I think we can. I think we can do that. All right, folksy dudes. We're we got we got some names to shout out because they've mm. given us coinage, a sh- a coin in our purse, a kiss <laughs> on our cheek. <laughs> Don't switch you know, those you know around. The old, you know the old saying from <laughs> I believe it was Benjamin Franklin who said, you know, a coin in there and coin in your purse is a kiss on your cheek. But I'm, I can't overstate this. Please don't put a coin in my cheek and definitely don't kiss my <laughs> kiss. purse. No, definitely do kiss that purse, baby. <laughs> kiss the purse. Kiss where the money. Kiss the money. Kiss the Pope's purse. <laughs> oh, the Pope's purse. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a medieval uh, Honey, euphemism. what were you doing this weekend? I was kissing yeah. the Pope's purse, mom. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Oh my he lord! He got hanged for that. He, he got more kisses than a pope's purse. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, yeah, Rory, we we did get. <laughs> Boy, I was trying to segue, but I'm still getting over the pope's purse stuff. Uh, <laughs> um, uh, Patreon, that's where yeah. it happened. Yeah, we have it. We we've we've not been talking about it too much because uh, anybody who already found their way there. Uh, has their own reasons for continuing to support us, uh, probably because they love us and they miss us. But we've been kind of uh, in derelict. this year. Yeah, yeah. Uh, this year has been a challenge from about thirty-five different angles, um, and we just haven't been releasing as regularly. So we didn't really want to like push push that Patreon. But I want to shout out a couple people. I'm just going to do the last few people because I literally don't remember who we shouted out. Really recent patron Jack just joined. I want to thank you. Big shout outs. 
We love that. Uh, and, uh, and, and you know what? They also sent in a suggestion for an infinite backlog episode. Y'all should, y'all, y'all should like, um, use that patron power a little more. Like wield your, wield your heft. You're giving us yeah, money. Sure. You can like, tell us what to do. Like we're old, like You're shareholders. The, yeah. Like it's, it's, you know, we're, we're Renaissance painters and you're paying our rent or whatever. And you're, you're, like, Paint you're members me. of the board. <laughs> the no, board like of directors that. take Jack's lead uh, so thank you Jack and also uh, just a couple recent names thank you Sung Hyun thank you, thank you Eddie uh, thank you Josh and Adam uh, y- y'all are great y'all are whatever passes for recent these days you've uh, <laughs> you've, you've joined us and, and we love you um, and for all of our continuing patrons who've been around for varying amounts of time uh, some of you for the length of our entire patron Patreon. Uh, that's amazing. And we still greatly appreciate it. We're going to take your money and use it in really stupid ways. Uh, it's been building up. We're going to buy something really dumb soon. I, I guarantee it. Um, or maybe just continue to pay for our hosting space. I know that's boring, but we've got a lot of content now and <laughs> it does take up a lot of space. So Bezos, anyway, wants his, Bezos wants his point his coin purse cr- kiss. He, you gotta <laughs> kiss Bezos's purse too. There's a lot of purses that need kissing when you're when you're in a position like us, you know. Yeah. We find ourselves between several purses. Sometimes uh, we and, take our we take our ki- <laughs> Just sometimes so we chapped. take our kissed purse and we please Bezos we don't use... do it not again. <laughs> <laughs> Kiss the purse, boy. Uh, I'm leaving Seattle. One more before I go. Oh, God. <laughs> I've got Jeffrey. nothing left to kiss. <laughs> Drag kiss it across your teeth. <laughs> Drag it across <laughs> your teeth? <laughs> yeah, because we've kissed our lips off. There's no... <laughs> we've kissed till our lips are, bu- are nothing but, you know, flappy skin. Just flayed flesh hanging over. You're like one of those from ice mummies from the Shackleton expedition. <laughs> yeah. It's just all teeth in a, in a hole. <laughs> yeah. That's going for It's like a nightmare. It's like I had putting one teeth time. on a raisin. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> anyway, please support us if you can <laughs> at patreon.com uh, slash Sadam uh, Tuesdays. Sat, it should be. Sadam Tuesdays. I think. God, I don't know. Uh, it is. Sad Am Tuesdays. Patreon.com slash Sad Am Tuesdays. It's linked everywhere. You can find it. <laughs> Love you. <laughs> Celebrities, we pay the taxes to join our showcase from Superior.
Okay, so the other episode that we watched of Hysteria is the 23rd episode called The Russian Revolution, where uh, I've got a very brief summary that just says, the gang take a look at Joseph Stalin and the USSR. And uh, worth noting, you heard a different theme song just now. I don't understand why they did this. Why is there a second theme song? Why is this one bad? I it's like don't uh, I think it's just for fun. Know. I think they just do it sometimes, if I remember correctly. Because this Maybe one that's was the ten million sort of... they went over budget. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> do, uh, wasn't this one sort of vaguely Russia-y? Maybe it's slower, and they like yeah. name drop Bulgaria, but I think they did that in the first one. They do that in the first uh, one. It's it's weird. It's like they wrote two but different it's the same versions visuals. of a very similar themes. Yeah, I don't know. It's so bizarre. I don't understand why you would do that especially when i don't know I, I especially don't understand why you would go from a better theme to a worse theme yeah and i also don't understand why neither of these themes are any good uh yeah it's that that's also like a. I feel like they maybe this uh, you can't you can't attribute it to just one song but the animaniacs theme is amazing that got me hyped up i watched the show definitely on the strength of the theme song sometimes uh, well, and they it, do have some pretty decent, some decent songs, right? Like mm-hmm. the the songwriting in the show is uh, not amazing uh, in terms of musical quality, but it's not bad. No, um, I liked in the Civil War one. I liked the the John Shiloh sh- song. Mm-hmm. Oh yes, uh, we did, yes, yeah. We didn't talk about it, but yeah, the the yeah, I I agree. I just I wish that the the theme songs were a little more exciting. Whatever. This is about Russia, and we're gonna talk. We, we this 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 takes us through like Lenin and Trotsky and Stalin mm-hmm. and stuff. Uh, I will fully admit to being again. I've said it. I'm horrible at history. <laughs> I don't know a lot of the details uh, sure. of th- this whole situation at all enough to judge how they present it. My gut says that they've done a pretty big oversimplify on a lot of this. Yeah. Yeah, I'd but, say that's that's an accurate. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't know. I don't know quite enough to like call it out in any specific ways. <laughs> well, I enjoy <laughs> they, they decided to start with they start with the Bolsheviks like organizing, but they do it in like this in this musical number that's basically like a samba. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like a Bolshevik samba. And it was very like Latin-y, like do uh-huh. that, you know, you're right. It wasn't Russian at all. For 300 years, mighty Russia was ruled by a guy called a star. And everything was cool. But when the rich people started eating all of the food, we peasants got upset and we started to brood. All we want is peace, land and bread. Everybody sing peace. It worked for me, though. Uh, the the part at the beginning that really worked for me was they're talking about like the 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 waiting in line for food and stuff, mm-hmm. and some this this joke was like really dumb but very funny to me. Hey, how would you like it if you had to wait in line an hour for a potato? Yeah, and it's another line for butter and sour cream. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the joke about that that I found really paid off that was funny was when when Lenin and Trotsky were were trying to get started, and I think it's Trotsky who's in line. He's in the potato line. He's like, can we wait mm-hmm. till after I get my potato? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's, 
it's good. It I it does a good job, I think, of selling at the beginning why communism Yeah, why was, people got on board. Yeah. Was attractive, I think, why it was seductive. I, what they don't then do, which I'm, I understand, maybe you know, in the still in the realm of a kids' cartoon, they don't understand. They don't, they don't go into detail on why things went bad. They just sort of say they did. Yeah, you know, it's like suddenly <laughs> well, they go, they're dictators. They, they go, they skipped over a lot. Like they say yeah. that they, you know, depose the the Tsar mm-hmm. Alexander, um, and yeah. they they do show him in jail. Like there's a a short cut to him like sitting in prison, but right, they don't talk they're, they're about doing how a, they're doing the, a song and he's like, yeah. all right, all the peasants sing. He's like, now depose rulers sing. Yeah, <laughs> and but it doesn't talk about how you know he was eventually murdered along with his whole family. They do skip no, over that no. part of it. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's 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 interesting, but it's very fun. It's it it's. But then uh, they do have fun visual stuff like. You know, so it's Trotsky and Lenin at first. They don't talk about how when Lenin dies. It's just that he's gone now. But yep. it, it shows up again in the in 1925. And Stalin's just always standing by Trotsky. And when Trotsky looks away, he's trying to murder him somehow. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he pulls out a mallet. He pulls out a gun. He pulls out like a freaking rocket launcher. Yeah, he's like, he's like Wiley Coyote. <laughs> yeah, you just can't ever. Trotsky turns back too quickly. It's you know? <laughs> a good bit. It's good. Yeah, and I, they don't I, ever I, explain it. Like, they, no, they don't ever talk about how Stalin was trying to kill Trotsky and no, eventually succeeded. You know, but yeah, yeah, because like, you know, there's details in history that are a little more gruesome than maybe you want to actually. It's like, yeah, let's do history for kids, but not that history. Right. Um, so it's fun. It's fun how they kind of tiptoe around it. Uh, what I was surprised about in this episode was how much airtime was given to this sketch about the making of the movie Battleship Potemkin. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. So it's I th- pretty interesting. <laughs> I think I think the joke here is entirely either. Steven Spielberg's own self-indulgent uh, uh-huh. desire to do Eisensteinian cinema on his cartoon, <laughs> or they're just ribbing him for ex- for being a director. Like this, is the uh-huh. longest bit. The P- Potemkin is the longest bit on this episode by a mile. Yes. Yeah. It's <laughs> it's so long. <laughs> And, and it's it's Paul Rugg, Freakazoid, doing the voice of Eisenstein, and I can't really tell what accent he's going for most of the time, but it is it is it's intense. Like there's a couple. I want to definitely drop a line of him saying like, "Yes, what's my line? No, oh, that's a lot thing. What do you want with the yelling of the face? I can't find my lines in the script. Hey, there are no lines. This is a silent movie." <laughs> <laughs> It's very uh, weird. Yeah. And the way that he they actually go into explaining the cinematic techniques. Uh-huh. Well, that's what so that's the thing is like they spend a long time just kind of like with the the cast of the show, the cartoon, kind of messing with <laughs> him trying to get this movie made. Like they're, uh-huh. you know, they're all they're bad extras or whatever. And it goes through the, him, you know, making this film 
And then it's finally that the film gets edited. And the way it gets edited is Big Fat Baby puts all of his <laughs> film into a blender and blends it and then pastes it together. And then yeah. that is these quick cuts that were actually his style because he was experimenting with what is known as montage. Right. And that's and, and eventually the show gets so. But like, yeah, they spend like five plus minutes, you know, doing this. I then I guess teach the children that Eisenstein was a forerunner in the technique of montage. <laughs> yeah, it's very weird because most of most of the bit is just inside baseball about working on a film set. Yeah, so it's I guess in like, that way it was the it's, it's the most educational sketch. I guess. I guess. Uh, yeah, it very much is. It really, uh, aside from all of the like. Of the banter that's happening, this was a hundred percent accurate. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then I guess obviously the 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 editing style wasn't a literal blender, but like yeah, that's no. just a, that's just a bit, right? That's just right. right. A bit. I like the bit where where one of the, the the actor playing one of the Cossacks comes up and starts asking when his fucking sag break is. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so like, when's break time? Quack. You know, break time? It's in the union contract. What union? SAG, man. The Screen Actors Guild? Earth to Planet <laughs> Movie Dude? The union rules! So when's break time? But you have not yet even started your acting! Right, and I'm not acting till I have chow. So, where's the catering truck at? <laughs> <laughs> Which, like, on one hand, I can laugh because, like... Obviously, I'm an actor and I can laugh at that. But on the other hand, I'm like, is this just Steven Spielberg complaining about unions? Like, what? <laughs> and then how annoying know. it is that actors have to have breaks and food. <laughs> I don't really know what's going on. <laughs> uh, I did feel a little bit mean spirited, I got to say. But um, I think they were just... I don't know. I, I I don't have a I don't have an opinion. It, it felt no. a little mean spirited. I agree. Um, I, it seemed like just kind of having fun. I but, agree. I I think yeah. I think more than anything, it's 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 that. I, it's that's most of what this was because they also did like the four different, you know, the two L Lucky Bob and this little Asian girl with a vaguely problematic accent. Ah, uh, um, yes, that's <laughs> Cho Cho Cho, played by oh, Tress great. McNeil. Perfect. Yeah, I didn't look up her name. Uh, apparently, but... her dialogue is almost always accompanied by the music Chopsticks. Perfect. Ugh, so we're a little... Jesus, I, <laughs> I, I picked up on her accent, but it felt a little bit deliberate. It didn't feel. It wasn't. It feel it, it's not overtly. But it's. But like I didn't know her good. name was Cho Cho, and I didn't know they played fucking Chopsticks. That's fucked up. Yeah, there's I think it's it's interesting because most of the like Tom Ruger helmed Steven Spielberg content like manages to be pretty good about uh, uh, avoiding that kind of. Well, just that kind of content altogether, yeah. right? Like they don't, they, they don't, they don't go anywhere near that sort of thing very often, unless it's to like pan around the world and we make fun of French people with baguettes and stuff, right? right. I mean, like usually it's to, to to that sort of degree. But the second that they start making a show based in the real world, then it's like, oh, 
Right. You know, well, because I, I feel like they they were trying for because all of these little kids that are in the show in the chorus, the hysteria chorus, are they're all like you know there's there's a little Chinese girl Cho Cho. There's like a black girl named Acapella, right? Yeah. It's like Cree Summer, and then yeah, and there's a little um, Native American girl too. You are um, right. I've oh gosh, we're uh, let's see. I'm on the list. It's Susanna Susquehanna. Uh, yeah. A little yes. Got it. Uh, um, yes, because she's got the lisp. Right. That's right. That's so, right. Uh, and so I, I think it's just like they kind of missed the mark on it. And like in this sketch, she doesn't have the chopsticks sound. No. That's true. Around. No, not but, in this sketch. You know, but I'm, I guess, yeah, obviously in other sketches she would have, which is a bummer. Yeah, but. It is it is a mildly amusing bit with with her and uh, her and um, I keep forgetting the, the other boy's names. Eisenstein. Oh, the boy. Uh, what Lucky is Bob. that boy's name? Lucky Bob. Lucky, Lucky Bob. Bob. Yeah. Lucky Bob. Yeah, because they keep so, yeah. they keep trying to get Hi-yo. Eisenstein to say like, <laughs> I bet you can't say that three times fast. And he tries and he fails and he gets mad and they're like, Haha, you owe yeah, me money. For a ruble. Yeah. Yeah, you owe me a ruble. And, and then just, <laughs> Lucky Bob goes. Do that like four times. <laughs> He <laughs> does more Ed McMahon shit. Yes, now. hi Very odd how much of it was this Eisenstein bit. But then we end with <laughs> the the highlight of the episode, the sitcom, the sitcom My Buddy Stalin. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which is so tonally strange and, and complex for me. And I loved it. I loved every it's, bit it's of it. It's a pretty high concept. It's... <laughs> Because, yeah, was it Father Time leads in? You could drop the clip more accurately. Yeah, yes, yes. In history, Stalin was a despot, a murderer, a communist dictator. But on the WB, he's a star of his own sitcom, My Buddy Stalin! Yeah, he's a, he's a sitcom star. And the premise is that, is it Toad? It's, I think it's, it's Toad. Frago. Fro- Frago, that's it. Frago. Toast and Frago. Um, yeah. <laughs> Frago. Frago doesn't have a dad. His yeah, he's dad's got an absent deadbeat dad. Maybe just dead dad. Um, Could, yeah. It seems specified. like he ran off. The, yeah, the, probably. The, that's what it sounds like. But, but yeah, he's got <laughs> but no so dad. So his, his mom just enlists the service of Stalin is... to be his adult best friend. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and then so Stalin does his wild. thing. Stalin like <laughs> gets all but of the kids at his he, school who bully him to like yeah well, the line. they're bu- so they're bullying him that we want to talk about it being dark they're like bullying him like you don't have a you don't have a father figure in your life yeah yeah they're <laughs> fucking wow they're bullying him specifically about that and then he's like, Frago says if I were you guys I'd watch what you say about him you know what he did to Trotsky. <laughs> I hope you two boys like to wear prison stripes because next week you're off to the gulag. <laughs> That's right. And then Toast gets sent to a gulag. Yeah. I like, it's like he shows up and it's like, call me Stalin or else lighten up little capitalist. It was a joke. Yeah. But like, it's just, it's so, the 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 core of this concept feels so like adult swim, like House of Cosby's, like, like there's some there's something so like weird about this the construction of it and the fact that he is like the horrible Stalin, but also is mm-hmm. this kid's best friend. 
<laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's and just it's like, like a complete zany premise, right? Yeah. It's, that's, what, it's, that's what works. It's so good. It's it, like Stalin's even teaching him a new ideology, <laughs> and they're playing checkers, and Frago goes, King me. What? I mean, enable me to be a good worker in accordance with the teachings of Marxist revolutionary doctrine. Good king! (laughs) (laughs) So good. But, like, at the end, it's like like he's corrupted the kids so bad, like, the KGB arrest his teacher for not giving him an The kid's always been on board with Stalinism. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's true, it's true. (laughs) (laughs) But the KGB take his teacher away for not giving him an A, and he goes, she will learn. (laughs) <laughs> oh, the, the two KGB agents in the skit are, are very are good great. too. Yeah, <laughs> they just put a full size microphone like in the mom's cereal. Is that what it is? In, in I think spaghetti. It's in spaghetti in the mom's spaghetti. Yeah, in mom's yeah, yeah. spaghetti. <laughs> We're not going to do that joke. No, I'm they put a microphone in. Mo- I, I, there's no joke. They put a microphone <laughs> in the mom's spaghetti. Vomit on your sweater already. Sweater already. There we go. Uh, but yeah, they're like, did you guys bug my spaghetti? Hey, the Cold War is over. What's this microphone doing in my spaghetti? Igor? Grigori? Sorry, Mrs. Lady, ma'am. We are KGB agents. He's all Soviet recipe. <laughs> at the, I, I also, I also like at the very end, they go to this, this, this father father child camp out and Stalin just ends up telling everyone stories of his political purges in the 1930s <laughs> <laughs> and freaking right. everyone out. <laughs> the, the sketch, I don't know if it ends this way, but I feel like it does. A sketch ends with Frago just going, that's my big buddy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, as one by one, everybody in the camp is being politically purged for yeah. yes. not responding appropriately to, to Stalin's stories. <laughs> Fuck, it's so funny. What a good, what a good bit. I, <laughs> I, that's good. I'm, what's interesting to me that I'm only really realizing now is that that is effective edutainment in a way. Yeah, like, like it's it's full of context without a bunch of like historical beats. Like in uh-huh. this, you write dates and times and shit. Yeah. Mm, okay. Yeah, and like you get it gets to the point of the matter. Yeah, Stalin and then plays was around a, in it. Was a was a psychotic bully yeah. who took people out for no reason, but <laughs> but painted himself as the good guy. Yeah, and the friend. Uh-huh. And yeah. you don't have to go into the detail. You know that it, it's easier to do this than try to like dance around the fact that like you know they they assassinated the czar and his old family. Mm-hmm. You know right. you can just you don't have to go into the fact that like Stalin would you know if someone died he'd retake a picture without that person in it you know right <laughs> like right <laughs> he would just literally make a man and his whole family disappear you know it's uh yeah yeah you don't have to this is very good it's fucking good why was this show why didn't this show work what happened i think i think it had you know, it's, it was it's ten million dollars over budget. Okay, yeah, it was, yeah, it was, yeah. Over, it was over budget. I think the fact that it was, it didn't have the Saturday morning, like it yeah. was just after school. Like, 
Like, I love the show and I don't remember being able to watch it regularly because I had after school activities. You, you right? had, you, yeah, yeah, you, you had know? to bust ass ho- to get home to, to, to catch it. Yeah. I feel like yeah. it aired at like three o'clock. Right. Something like that. Right. Yeah. Like maybe. And so, yeah. So maybe three. If your parents so have like to you... run an errand, maybe you're yeah. missing it that day. Right. Like, yeah. Um, I also want to let's let's re- let's reframe it. It wasn't ten million dollars over budget. It was ten million dollars under budgeted. Sure. Okay. Right. <laughs> <laughs> like it's not the show's fault. It was good and cost a lot. At least you know without without any context possible. That's I'm I'm gonna stick up for the show because I like the show. Somebody didn't give it enough, enough money. Um, uh, but yeah, yeah, the time hurts it. It was never not only never gonna be again a Pokemon uh, mm-hmm. because of what it was. It was also never gonna be a Pokemon because of when it aired. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. But I don't know. I don't know why they they didn't try to find a ho- I guess because there wasn't a way to like rehome shows like this back then mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. and now basically nobody knows it existed yeah like so strange like these I, I don't know what the full list like is there because you know it's not like they were a part of like some official group of shows but like these these uh like because I don't even know does Steven Spielberg have his name on this show anywhere like I don't even know if he does he, he was probably I, involved with it, but like, I don't think his name is anywhere on it. I think this is just Tom Ruger with like the same animators and team. You know what I mean? You c- mm-hmm. you could be right. You could be right. I don't know. But it's, it's just interesting. Like, you know, you group this stuff together. Like you start getting like it's Animaniacs. It's Freakazoid. It's, it's, um, tiny tunes to some, to some degree. He was, it's another Steven Spielberg joint. um, Tasmania kind of uh Batman kind of like they're all sort of like orbiting each other in this same era and all doing really well and then there was hysteria and it was just very weird very yeah. very weird yeah. to see but um I there <clears throat> you can find them on the internet now apparently cuz we did and there are 52 episodes and I kind of want to watch them all now because it feels like it would be a really fun thing to throw in the background. They've got at a, at a glance here, they've got some episodes about some sp- spicy stuff. Apparently the very first episode has Oppenheimer in it. So <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they've got like a Joan of Arc episode. They've got, uh, they've got a lot of good. They well, so they have other episodes about other wars, mm-hmm. the American mm-hmm. revolution, another civil war episode. I sent you guys a clip cause it's the one thing I remember. Right. Uh, but um, there's I don't know if it's from like World War Two episode or they do a whole episode about like tyrants. So it could have been from that. Um, uh-huh. But uh, it, it's a it's a my favorite things parody from Sound of Music. <laughs> but it's Stalin. But it's Stalin. <laughs> <laughs> um, which and it's just him talking about all <laughs> the cruel shit that he loves to do. Yeah, um, and I I almost had us watch. Uh, I almost chose for us to watch the episode they did on Nixon and Kennedy and Watergate, which I was like, <laughs> sure. how, how are they going to do this? How are they going to do this? <laughs> I don't know. It's just it's crazy. What a what a very what a very unique show. Yeah, they have one about Vikings, the Wild West. Oh, Vikings would be good. 
They did a Martin Luther King Jr. episode. I vaguely remember that one. Yeah. Well, okay, let's let's head on over to a wrap up and, and and get ourselves out of this episode, but I've had a fucking fun time. All right. We did it. We watched We did it. A bunch of <laughs> really important history with our good friend Patrick. What's the verdict? Is Austin coming back? Or do we <laughs> put up a sign that says no Austin's allowed and we just keep Patrick? Because Patrick's cheaper. We didn't talk about that, but Patrick showed up and he was like, I'll do this for a song. He works for chips. He yeah. works for chips and he doesn't care what kind. As long as they're Cool Ranch, he does as not long as care. Cool Ranch Doritos or any <laughs> other chip. Austin demands a lot more and you you're you're just chips. So I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah, uh, Austin Austin wants Austin wants treats from the Orient. Austin <laughs> Austin, Austin also refuses to drink anything uh, that has less than five syllables in the name. Um, so he will, he, he's just a drain on the budget. Um, <laughs> big, big drain. So yeah, the snack we, we, budget is mostly Austin. <laughs> we've got a lot. We've got a lot to discuss. Um, I feel like you two both watched this show more than I did when uh, when you were kids. Was this a fun revisit? Did it sort of get you excited? It did, was. Do, oh, hundred percent. Yeah. I knew that there were gold. There was gold in them hills. Mm-hmm. I was not confident of the ratio of gold to shit. Same. I was right. actually pretty anxious about it. Because <laughs> <laughs> I was like, Ugh, you know. Yeah, well, they can't all be the Sonic the Hedgehog cartoon, and they're gold forever, and everyone agrees. <laughs> and everyone agrees, and my mom loves me. <laughs> Those don't seem related, but trust me, they are. Um, oh, they're just fabricating things. <laughs> just lying to ourselves to feel good. Oh, my God. Oh, shit. No, I'm, I'm glad. Yeah, this seems like a really... I mean, yeah, really and I, I feel like there's going to be some stinkers. I feel like that's uh, reasonable. But I we managed to watch two episodes that I felt held up almost entirely end to end. Yeah. Yeah. And my gut says there's probably some more hidden racism in this show. Probably. Um, but I bet it's be not some, bad. Some I bet it's stuff. not much. It's probably, uh, yeah, you know, not bad is, is a hard one. A right. Hard one, but it's like. I don't want to say not bad. I want to say not much. <laughs> Sure. Yeah. <laughs> Could you imagine having not noticed it in the late nineties? Probably. Easily. Easily. Right. Yes. But yes. It was uh Yeah, I mean it you know, there's all sorts of things that we've watched that on this on this podcast especially that have had mm-hmm. uh some strange That's blind true. spots. True. I will say, unfortunately, on a history show it hits a little different. It's a it little yuckier. Yeah. It does. Yeah. So, you know, I don't want to I don't want to, you know, deduct points from this show without having seen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm just saying, like, a a kiss of real racism is worse than a a, a poorly handled (laughs) character on a fictional show. And I'm it's just I I feel you because because when you when you present yourself as a voice of authority on the real world and then you reinforce things like that, it's it's tougher to swallow, I think. Um, yeah. 
Um, but it is, you know, I mean, we we could have watched the Attila the Hun episode, and we I don't yeah. know what that would be like, right? Like, <laughs> I don't know what this I don't know what the whole episode on China would be like. Uh, I'm pretty have positive a whole episode on China. Pretty positive I saw a clip from either that episode or another episode where Mao was played by Big Fat Baby. So, <laughs> that, um, I mean, that, that's kind of that's reasonable. <laughs> it is yeah, reasonable. reasonable. <laughs> but, but yeah, I don't really know. I don't know. So we'd have to we'd have to do a little bit more investigation to find out. Just uh, see Big Fat Baby running around chasing birds. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Fuck. Well. For now, in the meantime, uh, I'm just I'm just gonna say it's been nice to have you back, Patrick. Thank you. Thank for, you very much. Nice to be back. Thank you for filling um, in for for Austin while he's yeah summering in the gulags. As I believe. Any time, any time, any time. Yeah. You guys, you you just mail me a a bag of potato chips, and I'll know that I'm <laughs> hopping onto the Discord. <laughs> it's uh, it's like the bat signal. <laughs> yeah. <It's> just- <laughs> Bag of chips in the mail. <laughs> oh fuck! Well, that's it, everybody. My Thank you for listening. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see you next Tuesday. <laughs> My <per> <laughs> <diem>. <laughs> <laughs>